It's time to go from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast where we give you the encouragement to change your life. Welcome to Vulnerable Moments with Jovan J. Palmer. No longer will you feel ashamed, unseen, and unheard. Get vulnerable, become courageous, and be free. And now your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Vulnerable Moments, the podcast. I'm your host, Joe Von J. Palmer. And as always, we have special guests sharing their most transparent and vulnerable moments. It's me again. I'm back. I am back again with a little, you know, I don't know. But this week, we are talking about being emotionally available. That's a good topic. Shout out to Chrissy. Uh, for tonight's topic on just being emotionally available. I think right now this is like a moment in my life where I'm having some trouble being emotionally available. So I'm emotionally intelligent. I understand emotions. I get people's emotions and I feel people's emotions. Hence why I'm like a big empath. But my biggest issue right now is the fact of now that I see the emotion and now that I feel the emotion, how do I express the emotion? And that's been like my biggest issue, my biggest hurdle right now is expressing my emotions because I've been, you know, in this thing called dating. And with dating comes expressing yourself and expressing your emotions and talking about how you feel. And for me, I'm the type of guy where I'll let you just spew out all of your stuff that you need to spew out and just allow that to be. And I will listen, give advice, give feedback, but it's sometimes it's hard for me. And I don't know if it's, it's a man thing, but or, I don't know. It's not a, it's not a man thing. I don't want to call it that because women have issues with expressing themselves and their emotions as well. And I think we're all guarded because we all have been, you know, hurt. So like a lot of us are very jaded by relationships and love and vulnerability because we've been hurt by so many people. And with us being hurt by being hurt by so many people, it's hard for us to really just open up and allow for that, you know, shell to be cracked open or the egg to be cracked open. And it's very hard. So for me, it's like, okay, Jovan, how do you open up and be as vulnerable as you can when it comes to your emotions? Because you talk about everything else. You talk about this. You talk about that. You tell people how to open up and when they should open up and everything. But struggling. So it's like I wait for people to open up first because I need to know that that space is a safe space. And if the space is not safe for me, then I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let you talk your talk and I'm going to listen to you listen talk and that's it. But if the space is safe and I know that the space is safe, then, then it becomes a lot easier for me to open up. And I've been in spaces where it's safe, but it's sometimes it's still hard for me to really open up sometimes. And that's what I'm working on now. And I think a lot of us need to work on opening up and becoming more vulnerable. And I get that, you know, it's hard to be vulnerable. I get it's hard to be emotionally available when you've been scarred by so many people when it comes to work or relationships, dating, family, friends, like, you know, opening up to this space that you want to open up to. And that's one of the hardest things to do. But I'm here to tell you to give it another shot. 
it's okay to have gone through some things. It's okay to have been hurt, but just give it another shot. Give give it another try to where it feels uncomfortable. And for me, this whole new thing, this space of dating, it feels uncomfortable because I have to give so much more of me as this individual is giving so much more of her. And I'm like, it's not fair to her. I'm finding that it's not fair to her when she opens up about, you know, what she's experienced in life or what she's going through or what she's feeling or what thoughts she's had and, you know, what feelings she's had in the moment. And I'm more so waiting for her to do it. And then I'll be like, oh, well, she said it. So I guess it's my turn to say something. And that's not cool. And, you know, we've gotten to a few debacles uh, regarding that. And I'm understanding that as a man, it's okay for us to be vulnerable. It's okay for us to open up. It's okay for us to feel like, you know, somebody wants to be there for us. And I think lots of times for us men, I'm speaking for men right now because I am a man and that's what the only space I know how to speak from. You know, I don't want to speak too much to a space from women because I'm not a woman. I don't understand the emotions of women all the time and what they go through and what they experience. But at the same time, it's just humans are humans and we all experience some of the same things. So for us men, it's like we act as if we don't want to open up. We act as if we don't want to settle down. We act as if we don't want to be like on a one-on-one type of situation with somebody. Like we feel as if the whole world is for us. But in all actuality, it ain't. Like Find you that one that can really be down for you, that's really there for you, that's going to be the one for you, that's going to help you become better, that's going to help you level up, that's going to challenge you to think different, to feel different, to express yourself differently. And... When you get somebody like that, that's where you got to hone in with them and kind of make them feel as if they are important to you as, you know, you feel that that you want them to be important to you. So opening up means, okay, how what do my emotions feel like? What do they sound like? What do they, you know, look like? Like what does that stuff look like to you? You have to ask yourself that time and time again. And the more you ask yourself that, the more, you know, you will start to understand your emotions first. And then when you start understanding your emotions from there, what you can do is just start speaking and opening up about them. Like to somebody, a friend, a girlfriend, a brother, a sister, anybody. Because I feel like oftentimes we feel as if it's hard for us to open up, but the hard part is just we're just scared of getting hurt again. But what I'm realizing is that hurt is a part of life. The pain is a part of life. It's all a part of our journeys of love, life, relationships, everything. It's going to happen. Disappointment's going to happen. Humans are going to be humans. You think about all the flaws that you have as an individual. You think about all the flaws that other people have as individuals. If we compare and contrast them, we're going to look at it and say, okay, well, they all don't outweigh each other. They're all the same. And sometimes we look at people because they do things that we continue, we, we feel as if bigger than us, you know. And I've, one thing I do pride myself on, you know, is that I am pretty much open book. You know, sometimes you got to stretch and pull me a little bit, but I am open book if you ask. And I also pride myself on, you know, just being a guy that I've never, like, cheated. Black men don't cheat. They ain't what the shirt say, but it's, it says black mental health matters. But black men don't cheat, in my opinion. Uh... Nah, black men do cheat. Just as uh, black women do cheat. Just as white men cheat. 
just as white women cheat, just as everybody. Somebody has, people cheat. I'm not one of them, but people cheat. And, you know, in this whole process of being emotionally available, it's just you have to open yourself up to a space that you've never opened up before. And being emotionally available is sometimes a little scary. Sometimes it hurts a little bit. Sometimes, you know, you feel a little weird. Sometimes you feel like, oh, I don't want to do this or I can't do this. And I'm realizing that I've closed myself off to love because I've never in my life, I've never been in love. I've never been like head over heels to somebody because I just has not allowed myself to do that. You know, I don't know what being in love feels like. You know that song by Wale? Is it bad that I never been in love or made love? Whichever one. I don't know. But I don't know what the whole in love feels like. So as you know, I'm journeying in this space called dating and I'm exploring this thing called being in love and I'm exploring, you know, falling for someone it's hard it's very hard for me to do right now because a part of me is very reluctant to falling in love because my biggest fear in life is that i'm scared of falling in love with the wrong person i'm scared of falling in love with the wrong person because i don't want to be the guy who has to go through a divorce i don't want to be the guy who has a kid or some kids and bring them into this world and they got to see their parents divorce. They got to see their parents split up. And the first thing they knew what love looks like or what love is to be, they see break apart. And then now it's like they're kind of tainted by this thing called love and no longer, no longer want to do it. And I just want to be the perfect image for my children. And I know that I can't be the perfect image because I'm not a perfect individual. And there's times where I won't be perfect, you know, the perfect image for other people for like when thing called love, because I believe in love, you know, I'm somebody who wants love and I'm somebody who desires love and everything, everything like that. But the hard part is allowing love to just be, you know, really just allowing it to just be and allowing this thing called love to just happen. And as I'm, you know, reflecting, I'm dating back and I'm asking myself, well, Jovan, why are you scared of love? Like your parents have been married for over 30 some odd years. Your grandparents, both sets have stayed together and they've made it work and have been together for 50 plus years. You've seen great examples of love. Why are you so afraid? And I go always go back to childhood and ask myself, okay, Jovan, what did love look like in your household, you know, for you personally? You know, what did love feel like? What did it sound like? What did it look like? You know, what did it, how did the love of an affection be touched to you and everything like that? And sometimes I ask myself, you know, was I loved enough? And is that why I'm scared of love? Or sometimes I ask myself, you know, am I worthy of love? You know, I ask myself these questions all the time. And it's very, it's a daunting task. You know, love is very daunting and it's very hard. And it's challenging. And for somebody who hasn't been in love before, I'm like, okay, Jovan, how do you do this thing? And you just talk to people who've been in love. You talk to, you get sound advice from the right people. You get sound advice from the right individuals who know what you're looking for and what you're desiring. And those who've had that thing, divorce, single, relationship. I believe you can get advice from any and everybody as long as you know how to discern what's right and wrong and what's for you. You know, it goes back to my 10-day retreat um, that I was talking about in the last episode where the guy was always, his response was always for you, for you, for you. And I'm like, yo, dude, 
what does that mean? And I'm getting a deeper understanding of what for you means. You know, for you means that what's for you is going to be for you. And what's actually going to happen for you is going to happen for you. And what experiences that you have in life is whatever experience that you're going to have. And oftentimes we look at other people's situations and we're like, yo, like I want that. I got to have that. One thing I don't want is relationship goals. I don't want to look at another couple and say, yo, that's my goals. I want that. Because you never know what these couples are going through to get those things. Like I have some really great friends and I have my parents who who definitely, you know, are great examples of love, but they've been through some things. And I'm like, yo, I don't want to go through that. I don't want to experience that. And that sometimes was my reluctancy when it comes to love is that there's experiences that I don't want to have. And there's things that I'm trying to avoid, but I'm knowing that I can't avoid them. And that's the hard part about this thing called love is that, you know, and being and, you know, having these emotions is that you can't run away. You can't hide from these things. You have to do them. You got to go through them. And I remember telling as a girlfriend of mine when we were talking, uh, I think we had broke up and got back together and tried it again. It just didn't work. But it was just her fear was, you know, what if I get hurt? And I was, yeah, that's a part of life. And now I'm looking at, you know, myself saying that, you know, some years ago, and I'm now I got to chew my own words and eat my own words and say, yo, yo, Jay, it's a part of life. And if you get hurt, you pick yourself back up, like Aaliyah said, and dust yourself off and try again. You know, I understand that we say dating is is ghetto. I understand we say, you know, the dating pool is trash. Trust me, I've been on some trash dates. I've been on, you know, I've been on some amazing dates. But the thing is, while I was dating and while I'm dating, it's like I'm having fun. And I think a lot of times we've taken the fun out of it because we're so in a rush because we feel like, oh, I'm 30, I'm 35, I'm 40, my eggs, you know, is this, and, you know, my semen is that. And it's like, yo, get out there and have fun. Express yourself. Be honest on what you're looking for. Know what you're looking for. And if you don't know what you're looking for, then take a step away from the dating scene. Ask yourself, what do I desire? What is it that I want? Write those things down. And I know sometimes we have these grand old lists of, you know, for women, oh, he got to be over six foot and he got to be packing and he got to have the abs and he got to be chocolate and this, that, and the third. And fellas, you know, I'm coming for us too because I used to have a list, you know. She got to be tall. She got to have long hair, you know, or she got to be slim, you know, no belly. And this and the third. Like, you know, we all have these lists of what we want. But in the true essence of what we really desire is that what we really want because all of that stuff can fade away in the instance. You know, I've looked at these videos and these pictures of, you know, couples where they've either got burnt up and they don't look the same anymore. There's one lady, uh, there's one guy, he's with his wife and she just, I don't know, I think she has cerebral, cerebral palsy. I'm saying that all the way wrong. Um, but she has this condition where she just can't function the way that she used to function. And she's like, yo, you can just leave me. And he's like, no, I married you not because of what you look like or what you can do for me, but I married you because of your heart. And we have to look at the core essence of people's hearts. Like, where are you? Like, ask the question of where is your heart at? You know, when I would go on dates and everything like that, I would ask very serious questions because I don't have time to waste. And I mean, when I say I don't have time to waste, what I mean is that I'm not here for shits and giggles. You know, I'm here for a good time, of course. I'm here to have fun, but I'm also here to get to know you, and I'm also here to allow you to get to know me. And that's why when I go on dates, I show up as my most authentic self. Now, people who know me, I'm very frugal, so I'm going to let you know right now, Jovan don't ball out on first and second dates. Because my thing is, my 
is like, yo, like, why am I giving you all of this? Can we, let's, can we talk about this for a second? Dating doesn't have to be expensive. You know, the term where they say dating your tax bracket, do whatever works for you. When it comes to this dating scene, if you know what you can afford and you can't afford, just be honest about it, you know? Don't feel like you got to scramble for money. Don't feel like you got to do this. Yo, park dates are still a thing. Picnics are still a thing. Going to grab a cup of yogurt because I got crucified for taking a girl out for a cup of yogurt, frozen yogurt one year. And you got to, like I said, you got to do what's best for you, your wallet, your heart, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. Don't do what's best for somebody else. Like, don't go into a situation where people are saying, oh, you got to do it like this. Or this is how I did it. And this is how I did it. I like, yo, we're in a recession right now. Life is expensive. And you don't need to be out here wasting your money on people that's not, you know, intentionally going to be there for you. Or that's going to be there for the long haul. Or at least be there for a little bit. So, yeah, I figured out that, it, hey, this may not be it, but I had a great time. You know, when I date, it's like, yo. If we connect, we connect. You know, if we don't, we don't. It was a good time. It was nice meeting you. Now, granted, I've been ghosted. And yes, I've ghosted some people too. That was the immature side of me. But I'm growing now into a point where I say, yo, I had a great time. But I just don't think we're on the same wavelength. You know, I had a young lady. We talked for like uh, 45 seconds. It was like pretty much a night. Like I got into town on the phone talking to her while I was on the road. And the next day I get a text like, yo, we're just not the same path. I'm like, all right, respect. I got nothing but respect for it. You know, my thing, I don't see how you can get to know somebody within a 45 minutes or hour conversation, but respect. But it's just back to the topic at hand of, of expressing yourself and understanding who you are and opening up. You got to understand that, yo, with the opening up and with this thing trying, with this thing called trying again, it's going to come some bumps and some bruises along the way. It's going to hurt. It's going to feel a type of way. You're going to be scared. I get it. But don't be so scared to where you don't try. Don't be so scared to where you don't open up. Don't be so scared to where you're feeling like you're the only person opening up. And don't be scared to ask the deep and ugly, scary questions. I think we're, so for me, like I used to have this fear of rejection. And I asked myself, where does that come from, Jovan? That comes from childhood. Like, you know, when you just feel, or when you ask for something, you couldn't get it. And, you know, those fears, they follow you into your adulthood. Like I always reflect back to my childhood when I ask, why am I this way to this day? Or why is it, am I having a trouble, you know, the hard time breaking down and expressing this thing that I'm feeling? And I can't keep blaming it on my childhood because I understand where my childhood is and I understand what I've gone through and I understand, you know, what it took to get through it. I, as a man at 36 years old, I now have to take responsibility for my emotions. I now have to take responsibility for opening up to the individual that I decide to date and I decide to marry and I decide to have kids with. You know, so that means now what I'm doing is I'm asking the tough questions, regardless of you if you feel, oh, this question is too much. I've had women tell you, that question is just a little too much for me right now. And I'm like, all right, we'll start, we're going to circle back because I need the answer. And I'm okay, you know, with you asking me the tough question back to me because just like I can't ask you and not get it back. You know, there's people out here who can diss so many things, but they can't take it. And that's when it comes to your emotions. Like they want to they wanna ask and ask and ask and pick and pick and pick and pick your brain and figure out, okay, what you got going on? But when it's time to then open up, i.e. me, I'm like, mm, not just yet or let's table it. So I'm getting, I'm understanding that, you know, emotions are hard. I'm understanding that it's hard to open up. I, under, I understand. I definitely understand it. But 
I'm realizing, like, you know, that it doesn't have to be hard. We make it hard. Challenging, yes. There's going to be a challenge to any and everything you do in life. Hard, we don't have to make it hard. We just make it hard. We make it complicated. And, you know, Usher has this really dope song when it comes to something like that. It's like, you know, when it comes to dating, he was saying, I'll do anything to prove I love you, but I won't. Dang, what does he say? I'll do anything to prove I love you, but I refuse to pay for somebody else's mistakes. Something along the lines. Look at the song, Usher, My Mistakes. It's a really good song. But he's pretty much talking about how it's not fair for somebody else who's trying to come into your life to pay for the mistakes of somebody of your past. Like If you're no longer holding on to who that person, who to that person anymore, why is somebody else new having to hold on to the mistakes of your past? Like, there's good people who are trying to come into your life. There's good that's trying to happen to your life. There's good that's trying to happen to you. But you're too busy looking back in your rearview mirror that you're going to crash into the same thing again. Just keep looking forward when it comes to this thing called love. Just keep looking forward when it comes to this thing called emotional intelligence. Just keep looking forward when it comes to opening up your heart. You know, yes, you're going to get hurt. Yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it may not pan out the way that you want it to. But there's always good in each and every situation that you get yourself into. You just have to be willing, open, and honest enough with yourself about your emotions, about where you are in life. Sometimes you even got to ask yourself, am I even ready to step out here? Am I ready to step, step out into this dating world? You know, fellas, Excuse me. PSA to y'all for real. Stop playing the fence. Get your life together and figure yourself out. I understand that there's so many people on social media who saying, yo, you should not date if you just ain't financially in a certain place. And I don't believe in that. Now, if you just dead flat, broken, homeless, then you definitely don't need to be dating. But if you just got like, you know, a little financial troubles that you're going through or you just you may not be able to pay for every day or you may not just be where you feel you need to be. Don't allow that to stop you from getting love that you deserve, bro. Seriously. You know, I understand that society has told us that as men, we got to be the providers of each and everything and every aspect of our life when we bring somebody in it. But there's times where, yo, we just can't be everything all, all at once. And we can't hold ourselves to the standard that no longer exists anymore. There's a standard that once existed in his lifetime, not in our lifetime maybe, but in life in general, where men could definitely go to work and take care of everything. I've seen my grandfather, he you know, took care of the household, took care of my aunts and uncles, took care of the grandkids. You know, he did all of that. And in those times, life just wasn't as hard financially as it is now. Ladies, Stop being so hard on men when it comes to dating. And no, this is not a relationship ex podcast. I'm not a relationship expert. I don't want to deem myself with that. I don't want y'all to think of that. But I'm just talking about it right now. We're talking about emotions. Ladies, stop thinking that men have to be making six figures because sometimes a man's passion doesn't make six figures. My passion right now does not make me six figures. You know, I'm passionate about the life of social work and mental health. And, you know, shout out to, you know, my t-shirt right now. It says Black Mental Health Matters. I'm passionate about this, but I know right now with me just graduating, just getting into the space, it's not going to make me any money right now. So, Jovan, should you not go out there and look for love because you don't make enough money? 
because you don't may not be able to provide and be able to, you know, provide a life that somebody else may want. No, you go out there and you get out and you date, you date within your price range, you date within your budget. If somebody wants you to go beyond your budget, it's a no. You know, I don't go on extremely budget. Yo, I, I'm telling you right now, we split the bill. Yes, I said it. And you can clown me in the comments if you want to. We split the bill. It ain't nothing wrong with that. If you got to split the bill because you want to go on a date and you're really interested in somebody, and if they ain't with it, they may not be for your future. Oh, she fine or he fine. So, there's plenty of fish in the sea. There's plenty of us out there. There's somebody who's going to match your budgets. There's somebody who's going to understand that you may not have it like that right now. There's somebody who's going to understand where you are in life right now. Do not let society and social media fool you because half these cats on social media is broke. Half these cats in social media, credit scores is janked up, jacked up. Half these cats is probably in some jack, janky relationships right now. Don't let social media you know, be the dictation of your relationship or what you want love to look like or what you want empathy to look like and what you want emotional intelligence and emotionally availability to look, to look like. Social media is nothing but a facade. You know, if you know you believe everything on social media, then I mean you don't live in reality. And if you don't live in the reality of what things are going on today and what's going on to, in our world and our society and with understanding humans and stuff, then you will never get it. And you will always be where you are in life. Focus on you. Focus on where you want to be. Focus on what you want in your life and who you want in your life and how you want them in your life. Make your list, but make a realistic list. Be honest with yourself on this list. And be honest with the person that you meet and be honest with yourself and say, okay, what do you want? I want to be emotionally available. Well, how do I do that? By opening it up. By going to therapy, by talking about my emotions, by talking about my traumas, by talking about my childhood, by talking about, you know, my young adult years, by talking about my college years, by talking about where I am right now in life and why I feel the way I do. You know, sometimes it feels, oh, men, we shouldn't cry, women, we shouldn't cry in front of people. But I feel like the one of the most expressive things that you can do as a man or woman is to cry. Because there's so much that can be re be released from those tears, from the pain, from the sadness of what you had going on in life. You know, when I grew up, you know, I didn't really hear too much of I love you. So telling somebody that I love them has been a challenge for me. Telling somebody that I might be falling for you is a challenge. Telling somebody that, hey, like, you know, you have my heart is a challenge for me. But I'm working forward through it. And I've acknowledged that, yo, Jovan, this is the thing that you got to work on right now. Like I said, no one's ever healed. It's always the I in and the G. You're healing because every time you get to over one hurdle, there's going to be another one. Trauma is heavy. It's deep. It's deep rooted. It goes back to so many generations, not just yours. So sometimes you're carrying something that doesn't even belong to you, but you're got to be the one. You got to be the one that's going to say, you know, it stops with me. It hurts. It's scary, but it's well worth it. So here's to me opening up. Here's to me finding love. Here's to me falling in love. Here's to me doing all the things that I've said I've been scared of emotionally. And here's to me doing it and opening up and allowing this thing to happen. This is my vulnerable moment. I'm out, y'all. Peace. Oh, real quick. <laughs> Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, 
and all that good jazz and share this podcast, uh, I would really appreciate it. I need to get a thousand subscribers. So if you can, if you will, if you have it in you, subscribe to Vulnerable, Vulnerable Moments Podcast with Jovan J. Palmer on all media outlets on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amazon, Google Play, uh, whichever else is out, Anchor, all the podcasts in place, yo. Please bump this podcast up. You know, I pull my heart and soul into these podcast episodes and my guests, when they come back on, they're going to do the same exact thing. And they're doing this free of charge because they want you to know, just like I want you to know that you're not the only person going through something and that there's nothing new under the sun. Like I once thought once on my first episode that I was the only person experiencing what I experienced in life. And then come to find out there's so many other people out there, but no one's talking about it. You know, I get it. There's lots of podcasts out there. There's lots of business podcasts credit podcast, relationship podcast. There's so many podcasts out there, but I want this one to be different. I want this to be the vulnerable space where people can come and feel safe. This is like their safe space. And then I want it to be something like therapy, but not therapy. And I want it to be a space where you can just open up, pour your heart out and release what it is that you've been holding in for years, because I know what it's like to hold things in for years. I know what suppression looks and feels like, because I've done it, but also done the work. And I want you to feel the same exact way. So you got a story to share or you know someone has a story to share and it's been on your heart to really get it off your chest get it off your chest shoot me an email it's gonna be down in the comments somewhere in the description and let's get you on a podcast we're digital right now so i can get you from wherever you are in the world let's do it like i said this is my vulnerable moment thank you so much i love you and if nobody's told you i love you and nobody's told you you're great. If no one's told you, you are loved. If no one's told you, you're blessed. If no one's told you, you are honored, you are cherished, you are everything that God has said you can be and some. So go out there and live your best life and live your most vulnerable life. I love you. Peace.